0: Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Alright, so the next thing I wanted to talk about, and it's going to be kind of a downer, but... I figure while we're still kind of maybe early to middle of this, I just want to get it out of the way. Claire and I ate dinner um, on Friday at Hollywood Brown Derby in Hollywood Studios. Uh, which, have is,
1: you, which is like a super crazy expensive place, right?
0: Yeah. A lot more expensive than I thought. Have you ever eaten there?
1: I, ha- I have not because the only, uh, I actually think the only sit, no, wait, I've done sci-fi drive in or sci-fi dine in and I've done uh fifties prime time. So I have not done Brown Derby yet.
0: Yeah, it was I did not take the time to look at any prices on the menu or anything. It's really expensive. Um I got one of the cheapest things on the entree menu and it was $37.
1: So this is like Lacellier California Grill like pricing, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I mean in that ballpark at least.
0: Yeah, no. Um there are things cheaper at California Grill, like full-on entrees cheaper than the, you know, the cheapest thing on the menu at uh the Brown Derby. We were not impressed. Um and I I don't really feel like I can say that that place isn't good because we've only tried two things on the menu, but overall, I mean, we just weren't at all impressed with it and it kind of left that kind of taste in our mouth that Well, no pun intended, but it kind of left the kind of taste in our mouth that we probably won't go back because that kind of restaurant to me does not fit in a park.
1: So you said that you can't say that it's not good because you've only tried two things. But was the food are are we talking like you didn't enjoy the food? The food was unremarkable. Clear salad was was
0: bad. Okay. Um I got salmon on a bed of some sort of sausage couscous stuff and it was okay, um but not great. I mean, I would call it unremarkable. It tasted like farm-raised salmon. Um the couscous stuff was tasty but not great. Um and it was black. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's uh like what color the food is or if they're doing something to make it black, but so the fish is pink. Um, and it kind of plays off the color of the fish nicely and it looks pretty, but eating black food often is weird to me.
1: So, so that, I'll be honest, that sounds like you're being a little bit picky.
0: (laughs) So the, the flavor of the food and the quality of the food was okay. Had that been a 15 to $20 entree? Mm Mm-hmm it would have been a lot more reasonable. But the, you know, the fifty dollar entree I got at California Grill was ten times better than the, you know, basically forty dollar entree I got at Hollywood Brown Derby. Right. And I it just I don't know, I think that restaurant would benefit a lot from being any resort. If they moved it to I don't know, the Grand Floridian but see it's the Hollywood Brown Derby and that wouldn't make sense. But if they moved it to a resort, like a nice resort, I feel like it would make the ambiance better and it would make it more reasonable to charge that much. Because you're you're in a park, it's loud outside, it's loud inside. I don't know, it just it doesn't have the same kind of ambiance and, and gravitas that that something like Narcuzzi's or or some other restaurant in a the nicer upscale restaurants in the resorts do I don't know maybe I'm crazy
1: okay so then what was the so I, I find it interesting that you said that the inside was loud um, because that's usually not my experience in the in the higher end you know I'm thinking like um, you know again like La Cellier or like California Grill that doesn't really seem to be the case. In those sorts of restaurants, was it just like a lot of the park noise was making its way into the restaurant, or there there were many more
0: kids? And I think it's a that's just a a side effect of it being in a park is that you're you have a lot more access by families Hmm. because that place is you know it's hard it's difficult to get a reservation, but not impossible in the way that uh, California Grill and Be Our Guest and places like that are right um and yeah there were just there was a lot more families and so in a place like california grill and i hate to keep saying that but it's where i have the most experience people are usually dressed nicer they're wearing you know usually at least jeans collared shirts usually and i feel like that just being dressed a little bit nicer you know having to have gone to your resort hotel and changed to go to dinner. That puts you in a mindset of like, I'm about to go have a nice meal and it's going to be a nice meal. Whereas, you know, walking in right off of Hollywood Boulevard, it, it, you're not that way. You're still wearing your shorts, you're in your tennis shoes, you're sweaty, you're wearing a t shirt, you're dragging your kids around. It just i don't I don't think it it does a very good job of of putting people in the mindset of this is going to be a nice meal and mm. it's going to be a meal that you will feel like is worth paying the price
1: that's see that's interesting to me because i mean i I get your argument there, but at the same time uh you know so once again as we always do we we went to La uh, Lacelllier over in Epcot, which again I think uh is pretty comparable on the price scale based on mm-hmm. what you're describing, and it's in a park. Right, and so it's totally in a park, and you, you. I mean, there are definitely people there in t-shirts. I was there mm-hmm. in t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was actually wearing jeans, but there were plenty of people in there wearing shorts and stuff. Um, but there wasn't an abundance of of kids in there, really. And there's still something about La Cellier where it seems to have this like like we went in for lunch, okay, not for dinner, but for lunch. And yet, even at lunch, as we as you walk in there, and by the time you walk out. Like I was surprised by how bright it was outside because I had had this feeling that I had this very nice relaxed dinner type because the ambiance of that place is just that's what it is you know you're in this like little wine cellar type right thing and uh, so I think that it's possible inside of a park to get that sort of ambiance uh, uh you know put in but I wonder I wonder if a lot of that isn't due to the sheer number of Uh, table dining establishments at Epcot as compared to the number of, uh, of dining places in uh, Hollywood studios, you know, again, I think it's what it's going to be dine in
0: uh, fifties Brown Derby. Is there anything that I'm skipping? I don't think so. I think, you know, you have basically zero choice of where you want to have a table service meal in Hollywood studios compared to Epcot. And I I think you're right. You know, in in La Cellier and several places in Epcot are kind of famous. You know, they're they're places that people know about. And I just, I don't know. Brown Derby was a unique experience where I walked in and I felt like the restaurant itself, with how the waitstaff was dressed, how the dining room was dressed, how the tables were set, everything. They were portraying this... Very Hollywood Studios, very 1920s Hollywood vibe. Right. But it was completely betrayed by the people who were in there. Hmm. And so I think maybe my experience was sullied by the guests
1: <laughs> so so what i'm hearing is you're way too picky about the guests that you have to dine
0: with i guess so
1: well uh okay but again i we're gonna make the we're just gonna make the comparison to licelli because yeah. that's another higher end restaurant that's inside of the
0: park i think it's a totally and, fair comparison
1: and and i i feel like the way that that is set up like again i i think when the ambiance is good enough You don't recognize the guests around you because I will say that that sort of ambiance reminds me more of somewhere like uh, we went to uh, Tony's for lunch uh, Mm -hmm. when we went to the Magic Kingdom Mm -hmm. and I very much felt, I mean, that place was just insanity. Like it was loud. Um, It it just, it didn't feel, I I mean, it was a table service and it, it was reasonably priced and I'll, I'll probably go back there if that's, you know, where we get a table service at, and I won't be upset about it, but it's not anything that I'm going to look forward to either. Um, but yeah, it it sounds more like that, and that's not what I would expect when paying the kind of prices there. And it, now there are two other places: there is Hollywood and Vine and Mama Melrose's. Mm, yeah. So yeah. there, are, so there are actually five table service there. But again, compared to like Epcot, where you've got at least a table service. In every country, in fact, in Italy, I know you've got like two table services and you've got, uh, what, at least one table service in future world, uh, mm-hmm. cause you've got one in the land pavilion. So there's a lot more, op, are a lot more options there. And if you were going to go family style, you d- you just don't go to La Salle. Yeah.
0: You, but, uh, yeah. You're absolutely right.
1: But people have to use their table service and their, their, you know, their table dining because most people are on the dining plan. Um,
0: right. and, and, and Brown Derby is, is signature, so it would be two dining credits. Is it is it signature for lunch? I don't know, but I know that their lunch menu sounded way better to us than the dinner menu. The dinner menu was very limited. It had like six things on it. But the lunch menu had chicken Alfredo, shrimp Alfredo. I mean, it had a lot of what I would expect to get in a restaurant in a Disney park things on the menu
1: so the moral of the story is maybe go back for lunch and try it at
0: lunch i think my tune may be different had we gone at lunch so
1: you're totally going to go back for
0: lunch right Uh, we'll see (laughs) we'll check the prices before we make lunch reservations i I still haven't tried mama melrose's and i really want to try that place that looks good i went in 2008 on my first trip, I had I had lunch at Mama Melrose. And from what I remember, we got one pizza just for the table. It was me, my buddy, and his parents. And from what I remember, it was pretty good. But I was n- totally not paying attention to pricing or, or anything. I was just like, oh, pizza's fine.
1: Here's the problem, though. My family will never... Not go to uh, primetime if they're because that like my mom and my sister. okay Uh, scary, scary thing. If you're a cast member, my mom and my sister were Facebook friends with their server at 50s (laughs) primetime because they went there so often (laughs) asked for her every time they were facebook in fact she actually works at brown derby now you probably should have got her you might have mm. had a better experience but mm. uh, cuz she is an amazing server uh, our
0: guy our guy at brown derby i asked him for more bread and he looked at me like i had just insulted his mother wow. I was like see, can we have some more bread and he went yeah I, like like who asked for more bread to
1: me too because again at like when we went to when we went to lunch at lacellier they were you know when the bread ran out the the girl comes out and she's like hey can i get you guys some more bread uh, you know what? You guys still have one of those whole grain left. Do you want any more sourdough? No. Do you just want pretzel? I'll just bring you a whole deal of pretzel bread,
0: bro. Yeah. You got a whole deal of pretzel bread,
1: whole deal of pretzel bread. <laughs> yes.
0: Which oh. is great for dipping in your cheddar cheese soup, but, uh, or just eating because it's delicious.
1: It is. It is. So, okay. Well, Brown Derby, not so much. I will say though, that again, 50s prime time, that's where you should have gone because your food is going to run you. I think in like the 15 to $20 range. Oh, Dude, dude, the fried chicken there. Yeah, they actually they actually offer a sampler platter, which is what I suggest because it's got fried chicken, meatloaf, which is just incredible to me. It, it's so it's it's so moist, but it's not greasy or anything. And then they they even throw in like some pot roast in there and everything. Mm. Oh, oh oh, and so see for so for less than what you paid, I had that, and I had a big hunk of peanut butter chocolate pie. Mm. or peanut butter chocolate cake actually
0: but that sounds oh. like something my wife would enjoy
1: oh yeah so so next time you just need to go to 50s prime time plus you'll get uh possibly yelled at for putting your elbows on the table <laughs> uh yelled at if you don't uh yelled at you know i i use right. that in, in air quotes um if you don't pass out the dishes because they're just going to bring all the dishes and set them down um i actually saw one guy get to go put his nose in the corner for a little while <laughs> i'm not sure what he did but Uh, We were all supposed to say shame, shame, shame or something, (laughs) you know. It's just – it's such a funny – and that's the thing. That's the thing to me is when I go to a Disney restaurant, um, if I go to a California Grill or La Cellier, I want a really fine dining experience. But Mm -hmm. outside of those, I want a fun experience, and that's a fun experience to me. Mm -hmm. That is something that I'm not going to get somewhere else. Even even, uh, dine-in, which I'm not – I'm kind of eh about – But, you know, at least there's something there because you sit in the cars and you watch the, you know, you've got the movie up in front of you. So there's something there. Um, So I just I don't know that based on your description of Brown Derby, it's it's really that necessary that I go there.
0: Uh, uh, Yeah, I don't think it is. I think if you want a fine dining experience. A better experience can be had for relatively the same price.
1: Okay. So next time I'm going to go to Brown Derby, I'm going to have an amazing experience and I'm totally going to disagree with you.
0: I hope you do. I hope you do. Let's talk about it. Yes. So <laughs>
1: so, so, you wanted to talk about Brown Derby, but now I need to talk about Be Our Guest Breakfast and Pecos Bill Dinner. So, be our guest. Breakfast was not that impressive to me.
0: Oh no! <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh,
1: okay. So I got the um, the open face bacon breakfast sandwich thing or whatever that had like bacon and poached eggs and arugula on it. It was okay. It was okay. But but now here's the thing. It was also quick service. So I think I set my expectations a little bit lower. I mean, it's still like twenty two bucks.
0: What's chump change for you though?
1: Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. Here, here's the biggest thing. The biggest thing that I had against it, it didn't come out hot. Really? Yes. And that put it behind the eight ball right from
0: the get-go. That And that is unacceptable to me for Be Our Guest.
1: Yeah. If it would have come out hot, it might have. I, I would probably have a whole different story on the quality of the food um you know the rest of my family had different things and they really enjoyed it the other thing i'll say about that place is it is loud like what room were you in I i don't know the the one that was closest to the the
0: place where you order well so there's the the big room in the middle yes that's the and one then, i was in okay because we were in the the rose room Okay. Over, I guess, if you're looking at the wall where it's snowing outside. Okay. The the room to the right. Okay, yeah. Because then there's a darker room to the left. So, it's really loud in that Grand Hall, huh?
1: It is really loud in the Grand Hall. But I will say that I would do the experience again for one reason and one reason only. That was that our reservation was at 8.55 a.m. The park opened at 9, which means that we got to get in the park before the park opened to the general public. And got to walk down Main Street with a, you know, don't get me wrong. There was still a decent number of people out there because, you know, there's clearly a lot of people going for this reservation or these reservations at this time. But it was a lot less people. So Main Street felt pretty deserted. Yeah, there wasn't
0: thousands of people on Main Street. Exactly. (laughs) And
1: they had PhotoPass photographers already out.
0: That is awesome.
1: I love that. So we got PhotoPass done. And the nice thing is it's first thing in the morning. So the cast members are still all nice and are all nice and chipper. And Mm -hmm. because there isn't this crazy line of people behind you, you know, they're, they're just having a, you know, they're just having a good old time. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Now try this. Now try this. Now Mm -hmm. try this, you know, sort of a thing. So I think it's worth it if you can get a reservation before the park opens. I don't know if I would get a reservation after that.
0: See, that's disappointing to me. I had lunch there, and I I would say that it was like maybe a a 7 out of 10 quality-wise. It was pretty good food. The ambiance of that place is what they're selling above the, the food quality. And so it's a bummer that the big room with the beautiful windows where, you know, it looks like it's snowing all the time is too loud
1: Yes, and that's and that's the thing is I think I can see your argument for the ambiance, but it just wasn't there because it was so loud in that place. So, um, so yeah, so that was my experience to be our guest breakfast, but I am going back in January, so I will have a second chance, and I will try one of the other rooms, and we'll see if that makes a difference, and maybe my food will come out hot, and I will have a totally uh, different story to tell because I've got breakfast and dinner there.
0: And so table. that that rose room... Is it the rose room? I feel like that's the wrong thing. But that room on the right, okay. um, it's smaller. It has a huge statue of a beast and bell in the middle of it. And then all the tables are situated around that. So you basically have a big sound block right in the middle of the room that I guess... I didn't really notice it or I didn't really think about it until just now. But I guess that keeps it from getting too wild i mean it was it was as loud as a place like you know Papado or some some place like that that's a really big open room right uh with it's like a dull roar it sounded Mm -hmm. like kind of a dull roar but it wasn't distractingly loud i guess
1: yeah to me to me this felt like cafeteria loud
0: yeah and that stinks man that's not good yeah so but what can they do i mean aside from softening the walls and the ceiling
1: that's what they can do is they can soften the walls and the ceiling yeah, i guess put, so you know put down some 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 fabric on the walls and it, it would probably help but anyway
0: were the soda machines not the best soda machines on that property I, did you i could the, take or leave the soda machines the uh the names of the sodas were etched into wood yeah that was so cool what are you talking about yeah <laughs> It's clearly, awesome. Clearly,
1: you and I had different experiences. But I, I, here's the thing. I think that I, I legitimately think much like you're, for you, the the guest at Brown Derby took you so out of the experience. I think the noise level yeah. at Be Our Guest really took me out of the experience. And that's why, because, again, I'm dealing with, like cafeteria, like yeah. rah, 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 everywhere, you know, and having to talk rather loudly to even be heard across the table.
0: Mm-hmm. And that just no, takes it, you,
1: it takes you out of the experience.
0: I totally, yeah, I get it. And I get that it's hard to care to notice anything else, you know, cause you get done eating and you're like, it's so loud in here. We have to leave.
1: Yes. Because, because prior to that, I will say that entering and going through like the, you know, the, the, the little entry area room where the, the suits of armor are talking and stuff. And even I didn't like get the, to do that. Okay. So, so that was really cool to me. Um, th- walking, you know, and the, where you order is, is done up very nicely. Um, so I liked all of that, but yeah, it just, uh, I think it kind of went downhill for me from there, Weird. but, but I'm going to try it again. I'm going to try a different room per your suggestion and hopefully I will have a much, much better experience. I, I hope so. But so I did that for breakfast and then also dinner. Spill, which I think we need, I think we should talk about because we've spent so much time talking about this ad nauseum.
0: Yeah. And we kind of landed on uh, as our, yeah. as our our, 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 rating of sorts on it.
1: Yes. And, and, and after going to Pecospill, I'm going to say that it's a great place to, for, for a quick service.
0: Great, huh? Great. Because, wow.
1: Because to me, it reminds me of like a Chipotle, which mm. is a good thing to me as far as quality. Now, I had the the rice bowl with uh, beef in it, and everything was well cooked. Uh, you know, as as beef and rice can be, it wasn't like all mushy and funky. It all tasted very good. the The fixins bar, uh, you know, had the guacamole, which was really good. Uh, you know, I think I threw some corn salsa on there. Uh, they had, you know, sour cream. There was plenty of there was plenty of stuff to really, to really fill out that bowl and make it a really, really good meal. The only thing it didn't have, it didn't have cheese. The plastic cheese. The plastic cheese is gone. Mm. We were lied to. I was lied to about plastic because on Twitter, and I think I even retweeted this on our account. I was told the plastic cheese was there, and when I got to. I saw I saw the spot where the plastic <laughs> cheese was and I get over there and it's they they've now put a sign up because clearly they know people think that is plastic cheese. It is chipotle ranch. Chipotle ranch, my friends, is not plastic cheese.
0: Well, no it's not. Yes.
1: But but d- despite not having plastic cheese, I will uh, I will definitely say that Pecos is a not and, and here's the thing to me. It's a nice change of pace because again, you already have a really good burger spot in mm-hmm. in cosmic rays, if I want mm-hmm. a burger, I'm, I can go to Cosmic Rays. Sure, but if and I it, want it, this other stuff, I'll go to Pecos Bill.
0: Uh, well, I'm glad I'm glad it's good. And even though I'm not a huge fan of Chipotle, I can get where you're coming from that it's Chipotle quality, and I think that is definitely a good thing.
1: Right, right, yeah. It's not it's not exactly like a Chipotle, but but sure. again, uh, yeah, like you said, the quality of food is Chipotle, and to me that's a that's a huge selling point for it. So. Uh Pecos Bill thumbs up. Go visit there and uh have a rather enjoyable quick service experience in, in my personal opinion anyway.
0: So real quick, um Haunted Mansion has a new queue. Yes, that yes. I had never seen before. The
1: the new like little off to the left as you're like walking through the queue queue. Yeah. Yeah. The
0: the queue that if you fast pass it you would never see. Yes. And you and wouldn't even you wouldn't even know it was there. Right. It is one, still new enough that everything works. Which was awesome. <laughs>
1: still new enough that everything works. I I like it.
0: Because I got in there and all of the instruments, the little touch sensitive instruments still worked. Uh and and it was I've never experienced something at Disney World that was so new that everything was still hundred percent functional. But that they should, have that this... should really be a ding against <laughs> <laughs> against
1: your experiences at Disney World, but, but we'll ignore that and just be happy everything worked for you.
0: So basically, you go through these. It's a it's a series of switchbacks, but in between the switchbacks, there's like this bookcase where books are popping out, and you have to push one back in, and four more pop out, and you push those, and then all of them pop out, and there's a interactive, um, I guess, what do you call the above ground burial thing, the crypt a tomb yes. that
1: sounds good we're we're gonna pretend like that's what you call it even if it's not
0: and it sprays water on you and there's some touch sensitive instruments that when you touch them they they play sounds did you play the organ yeah 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 so the organ's touch sensitive too yeah and then there's a thing i, I had to walk by it the cue was moving too fast but there's a thing that tells you to talk to uh i think Madame leota Really? It's like I, a, I missed that. It's like a book. It's right on the backside of the uh, bookcase thing. Okay. And, yeah, it's like talk to – It maybe just talk to the dead. But it feels really good. It's a really fun uh, – it's a really fun addition to the queue – um, I think it's, it's a, it, it's a really good way to make that queue more tolerable instead of just walking. Cause you know, I, I don't remember how it was at Disneyland, but at Walt Disney world, you start out under this canopy, like mm-hmm. eight people wide and they're like, don't get in a line it all. And then, you know, you filter slowly down into this single file kind of thing. Right. And that is awful. because because good luck trying, especially if you're a group of two. Right, and it it just feels like you're cattle going into a slaughterhouse. Right. But once you get filed down, it's really fun to, you know, get to do something. And basically, all you do is split off of the fast pass line, go play with all this stuff, and then at the end of the, the play area, you just rejoin the fast pass line right at the door. To the mansion.
1: Well, and and here's the thing. I think that that attraction works well with an interactive queue. I will say that I experienced the interactive queue at um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and to me, that actually wasn't that great. I mean, the stuff they had was was pretty cool, but the problem was that inevitably it really slowed down the queue. Like you'd have these huge gaps where people were too busy playing with stuff to. And I don't know, because I mean, really, what are you going to do? You're going to move forward another fifteen feet, and and then you're going to go stand. You're going to go stop again. But what, right, but what try would happen, to tell a
0: kid to stop spinning those barrels around. I, exactly, exactly. And,
1: and but what? And, and and here's my here's my actual complaint. The people in front of me kept stopping to play with stuff. So that by the point that I got to it, I felt bad if I stopped and played with it because there was this big open spot where they had finally gone. Right. So there was my problem. My, yeah. my, my actual problem was that I get, didn't get to play with stuff. But um, yeah, that, that line, I think, moves a little bit maybe more consistently than what Haunted Mansion does.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because uh, Haunted so- Mansion, a group from standby gets let in and then a bigger group from Fast Pass gets let in and then a group from standby. And so you have a lot of time where you're just standing still in the Haunted Mansion queue.
1: Right. So, and, and again, I'm not. I'm not even going to down. I'm not even going to say that. The I like interactive queues. I like the concept of giving guests something to do in these long lines that they're waiting in that that and that are actually made longer by the fast pass lines. But, uh, but yeah, I was I was really impressed by the hunt. And we actually went through the haunted mansion queue. So we went during the uh, Christmas party, mm-hmm. and there wasn't even anybody in line. But we specifically cut off and did that. Did that part of the queue because we wanted to see all the fun stuff over there mm. on
0: on uh, the mine train so there's an outdoor portion of the queue and an indoor portion i found right. the outdoor mm-hmm. portion of the interactive queue to be better and a little more uh i don't know a little more conducive to movement mm-hmm. because it's just silly it's like a space mountain style just silly little games that you play on touchscreens and there was like a part where you put your hand under a stream of water. Right. Um, it was just more goofy fun stuff than actual, like, you know, cause a little kid's going to see a barrel that physically spins. And that's something that's unusual to a child. Um, or, you know, to even I'm 26 years old and it's unusual to me, a screen with a game on it is not novel to anyone. And Hmm. so it's, I think it's easier to pass a screen up than it is to actually play with something.
1: Yeah. And, and you know what, here's the, here's the honest truth of it. I think when it comes to, when it comes to the stuff that was at the mind train, and again, maybe this has to do with the fact that I did it during the party. And so there wasn't any fast pass going on. Mm -hmm. I really didn't have as much time as I maybe would have liked to play with some of the interactive queue elements. (laughs) i'm sorry i just find it amusing when i'm what i'm about to say the line was moving too fast it was so the line was too fast gosh i got i got to the front in like 30 minutes but yeah so so yeah interactive cues are i think a really big improvement for for guest experience and haunted mansion is a really really good act they nailed it
0: they nailed it yeah
1: they just need they just need more interactive stuff
0: make it bigger do you have any thoughts on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train as a as an attraction? Uh, yes. <laughs> so so so
1: here's what here's why I feel bad because you kind of started on a down note and I feel like I'm going to end us on a down note because mm. to me and and here's the, I, I think here's the problem. I listen to you I shouldn't allow you to tell me things about things before I... Because this was my first experience on the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Right. And I remembered you saying it felt very short. And I thought, Mm -hmm. well, that's interesting. Let's jump on here and see why Jeremy thought it felt very short. And here's the thing. I don't think it's a short attraction per se. I think the problem is that it tries to be a roller coaster and tries to be a dark ride. And thus it becomes a short roller coaster and a short dark ride yeah if it was if it was either all roller coaster or all dark ride, I think it would be great, but I think the problem is like the dark ride is two scenes maybe
0: yeah and well ro- you have the you have the the whole scene and then you have the scene when you're climbing the hill
1: yeah yeah so so the dark ride feels very very brief yeah. And the roller coaster feels very
0: brief because you have to slow down to go through the dark ride. It's half a roller coaster and half a dark ride. But the, I think what they wanted was those two halves to equal a whole attraction. But I think what ends up happening is you feel like you've you've experienced two halves of two different things.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And you, you're left wanting for both. I I totally got your whole it's too short thing. But again, it's not because it's... I don't think anyway. For me, it wasn't too short as an overall attraction. It was too short because the two attractions that it actually is, neither one of those attractions is long enough. It's not a long enough dark ride. It's not a long enough roller coaster to me. And I will say it was a it was a very smooth ride. Oh Yeah. I like that about it.
0: And this, the car swing.
1: Yeah. Which I was did co- like which, that. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. And And you get a video when you're done. If, if you've got the, uh, which I did have the memory maker package. So I've now, I now have a video, the video, uh, I don't know. The videos are kind of weird.
0: Yeah. They're too produced. The the videos
1: are like 45 seconds stock footage. Yeah. Five seconds. Your train (laughs) went by the camera
0: (laughs) in slow motion, in slow motion.
1: (laughs) And and the same thing and the same thing for tower of terror. But anyway, yeah. So I've got a video, I've got a picture. Um, the, the ride was smooth. The cars tilted. All of that was very cool. Again, I think the problem is that those two, those, two, uh, those two types of attractions did not meld in my mind. And so I was left thinking that was a really short roller coaster and a really short dark ride.